You're listening to Pearlcasts, a podcast where we take a closer look at interesting and relevant clinical topics in pharmacotherapy. Hello and welcome to this episode of Pearlcasts. My name is Alex Poppin, PharmD, and today we're going to be talking about another hallmark interaction in the world of medicine, grapefruit juice and the CYP3A4 enzyme. Picture this, you're at the pharmacy and a patient asks if they can still drink grapefruit juice on their new statin medication. They were told by their provider that it might be a problem, so they should check with their pharmacist. Now this interaction is a common concern with statins, but is it one that we avoid entirely? Is one sip okay? How many sips is too much? In today's episode, we'll review this interaction and provide you the information and guidance that you can use to best counsel your patients. Let's get started. So what is the interaction, and what does it mean for medications? Grapefruit juice causes elevated levels of CYP3A4-mediated drugs. Now, over 50% of all drugs are metabolized by CYP3A4, so clinicians commonly recommend avoiding grapefruit juice with medications that are metabolized by 3A4, such as statins. But how significant is this interaction, and should we really treat grapefruit juice as a contraindication to all statins? First, let's take a closer look at how grapefruit juice causes these drug elevations. Typically, when we talk about CYP-mediated drug interactions, we focus on the liver. And while most drug interactions tend to affect the liver enzymes, grapefruit juice binds to and irreversibly inhibits CYP3A4 enzymes located in the stomach. In large consumption of grapefruit or grapefruit juice, it can affect the liver enzymes, but for most cases, we're dealing with the intestinal CYP3A4. It's important to note that the actual offending agent in grapefruit and grapefruit juice are compounds called furanocoumarins. These are found in other citrus fruits such as pomegranates and limes, but the concentration in grapefruit is significantly higher, and, and that's why we're focusing on grapefruit. So this interaction can increase drug absorption, aka bioavailability, of drugs significantly. And again, if they're drinking or eating a lot of it, it can affect the liver enzymes as well and decrease the drug clearance, which can cause serious toxicity depending on the medication in question. Drugs that are metabolized heavily by CYP3A4 that have a low bioavailability are most likely to interact significantly with grapefruit and grapefruit juice. And this is because drugs that have a naturally low bioavailability such as less than 10% or less than or in the range of 10 to 30%, if grapefruit juice inhibits the breakdown of the medication in the stomach, a significant amount more of the medication or significantly more medication is going to make it into systemic circulation. And this can be a serious problem depending on the medication. Uh, a few examples of drugs that are 3A4 metabolized that have low bioavailability include atorvastatin, cyclosporine, philodipine, quetiapine, simvastatin, and tacrolimus, just to name a few. So how much juice or fruit does it take? What does the data say? Is there some magic amount? Well, there's not really a magic amount for each patient or a guaranteed reliable number to, to think about, but The available data shows that the kinetic interaction or actual CYP3A4 inhibition of the stomach enzymes 
can occur with as little as 200 milliliters of juice or one whole grapefruit. But the concern for high-risk events starts to present more in the 750 to 1200 milliliter range. And again, we also need to think about the frequency of consumption as well, because the compound in grapefruit juice irreversibly inhibits the stomach enzyme, and it has a half-life of roughly seven to eight hours. So if they're drinking grapefruit or eating grapefruit three times a day, and it's at a significant amount, that it greatly increases the risk for having a significant interaction as well. So how should I assess this interaction? So how should I assess this interaction? It seems like there's a couple of variables in question, and I don't really know what to tell patients outside of just completely avoid it. A good workflow would be just review the medications in question, and then just kind of work through this. Is it a CYP3A4 metabolized medication? Yes or no? Does it have low or high bioavailability? How much grapefruit juice and how frequent are they consuming it? And what's the potential for harm due to elevated drug levels? Now, if in the case of the theoretical patient in question who was asking about their statin, well, let's say it's simvastatin, metabolized by CYP3A4, yes. Low bioavailability, yes. So right off the bat, it's kind of a concern for grapefruit juice but we do want to assess how much they're consuming. If they say, oh, well, I have a small glass of grapefruit juice every one to two weeks with brunch, the, the risk for significant harm is pretty low there. But if they were drinking grapefruit juice three times a day or they don't drink water and it's only grapefruit juice, that's much more of a concern for having serious events such as rhabdomyolysis or just really uncomfortable myopathy. So you would want to counsel the patient on these these variables and these factors that play into how serious the interaction is. And if they're not willing to give up grapefruit juice or they don't feel like that's something they can do for whatever reason, it would be appropriate to make a therapy change recommendation to their provider to, let's say, a statin that's not metabolized by 3A4, such as pravastatin or rosuvastatin. So these are all factors that play into assessing the grapefruit juice interaction. And more often than not, it's not a true contraindication. It's just something that requires a little bit more counseling and education for the patient. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope you found the information helpful. As always, references from today's episode will be listed in the show notes. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks again for listening. Want to learn more Clinical Pearls? Want to boost your clinical confidence? Visit pearls.com, enter your email, and get over 10 high-quality pharmacotherapy charts absolutely free. Sign up today.